Hey guys, welcome back to Interconnected. This is a show where we examine the interconnections between life that are there regardless of whether or not we recognize it. So this week we are speaking with my friend Julianne. Um, she is a very interesting woman. She's a business owner, a consultant, a former investment banker. Um, she's also a professor in finance and also a coach. Uh, she coaches robotics and also coaches startups. Uh, the reason that I had her come onto the show is that uh, she found this um, very interesting and, and I feel very important intersection in life that I wanted to discuss with her, which is business and health. Uh, her personal story is that she went through a, a very scary uh, health scare uh, where her life sort of got turned upside down, which caused her to pause and to reflect and to see that us taking care of ourselves and us taking care of our, our businesses, uh, that area uh, needs to be examined. And so uh, we dive in that into that a little bit. Uh, one of the things that came to me as I spoke with her was that it's what she's sharing is not just applicable to those who are in the middle of a high health scare and running a business. It really applies to all of us who have some sort of project or, or work that we're involved in um, and also just our living beings. Uh, no matter what we do, um, what we do impacts our health. And is that something that uh, we need to examine? I believe the, the answer is yes. Uh, so uh, go ahead and uh, take a listen and uh, love to hear from you guys to, to hear what you think. Hey guys, welcome back to my wonderful podcast called Interconnected. Uh, I'm a guy who likes to see the beauty in overlaps in life. Today, I'm really excited to uh, have a guest on my show. Her name is Julianne. I've known her for a couple years now. And when we met each other, we both realized that we both have uh, these passion projects that we're working on. And they were places where uh, faith and work and citizenship can Community, they kind of all came together. And so we're both kind of struggling through that journey. And because of that, we uh, appreciate each other. So um, without further ado, just want to welcome Julianne. Julianne, are you there? Hi there. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well. Thank you. Your project is called Biz Plus Health. Could you share with our, our listeners uh, what Biz Plus Health is? Sure. Um, it is a group and a project currently um, sort of in the um, developing stages. It came out of my realization when I had a dramatic health situation that that impacted my business. And I, I had a hard time figuring out while I was in the middle of it, what to do about handling both business and health at the same time. We tend to have pretty siloed um, information available and specialties. So I had to kind of muddle through that situation. And once I was done, I thought, oh, it really would have been much easier if I had been able to apply my own expertise. But it's hard to do in the heat of the moment. Yeah, I'm hoping to create a community and a set of services that will be there for people who are trying to balance both things. Got it. So you're going through a personal health scare uh, and through that process, were you uh, running your own business at the time or working for a, a, a bigger business? 
I was running my own business that is consulting oriented. So okay. in a way, yes, you could say I was also working with some other bigger businesses. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, but at the same time, it was that moment of, um, oh my goodness, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if I don't do it, then how's it going to get done? So really the buck did stop with you, right? You're running that consulting business and I'm figuring it was hard to, to take time off. It was, yeah. And um, I did end up having to scale back the business, which, you know, is hard on me and my family financially and also the people who do work for me. Hmm. And I was, you know, pretty upset about the notion of um, not being able to follow through on my commitments to my clients as well. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking to that time, it must have been hard. I'm sure you, you had maybe looked around for groups or support groups or anything like that. Did you come across anything at the time? Yeah, you know, there are um, some pretty good ways to get support in business and also from your healthcare team and from people who are going through similar health journeys. Okay. That that does tend to be available. Um, what gets tricky is when you're trying to find more than one thing. So hmm. what you said in your introduction about the intersection of these things, um, that was not something that I happened to find at all. Hmm. Hey, I love that. So it's the, the business and the health kind of coming together in one conversation. Right. Is that kind of what you're leading to where maybe you could find uh, support in business? Um, and there's, I can imagine, yeah, there's a lot of resources out there. There's meetups and, you know, I'm part of some of those communities just like you. Mm-hmm. And then maybe on the health side as well, right? Was it kind of like a nothing, like a zero? You couldn't find, uh, just come across any groups that were trying to do that together, business and health? Yeah, I really didn't find groups who were doing them both together, who would say, Mm -hmm. okay, you know, if you do, if you're having this problem in your business, well, this health step, you know, besides helping your health a bit, um, will also just make the the flow of your day and your business work better. Um, Mm. That was something I had to discover on my own. You know, as you mentioned that one of the things that I've you know experienced in my life is that whenever there isn't a widespread intersection of things, for example, business and health, a lot of times it's because we as society have compartmentalized them mm-hmm. or or have said that, you know, they, they don't mix or something like that, right? Maybe the thought had crossed your mind or maybe it's on other people, our viewers or listeners' minds that taking care of your business and taking care of your health, they, they don't fit. And maybe that they don't need to fit. Like, what, what are your thoughts around that? Like, for you, why is it so important? Why did you feel so strongly that for you, it, it needs to fit? Well, I think, you know, in business, we want to be able to think clearly. Okay. And when we're overwhelmed or stressed or not sleeping well because of the challenges that have popped up in the business, then it's harder to think clearly. Um, mm. And I think... You know, we're we're very much in the habit of thinking everything belongs in its own separate bucket. Yeah. But um, in recent years, especially, we've we've started having things come up where you know we have gut instincts. That's that's not a head instinct. That, mm. You know, and the the new word that I just really enjoy called mm. being hangry. Hangry, you said? Yes, yes. For anybody who hasn't heard the word already, um, it expresses that when you're hungry, you act angry. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) And 
And, and we know that there is a link. It's just that we're not used to how to think of them together. Um, mm. and, and I think we tend to avoid things, areas where we don't have a lot of experience. Um, yeah. so, you know, there aren't a thousand people already talking about it. So it's a little hard to know where to start. So, so what I'm hearing is that you're saying business and health, they're, they're already mixing. Like they're already, it's, it's there regardless if we want to think about it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, like just like uh, being hungry is a emotional thing, <laughs> like the hangry thing, right? Yes. <laughs> right. And just, just like, well, so maybe we should talk about it. And maybe there are a lot of people who are hangry, right? And so we, we should, we should talk about it. Um, uh, you, I remember you sharing about the value of work when you were going through uh, your health scare that uh, having work and being productive was of immense value. Could you kind of share a little bit about that in terms of, of why that was? Yeah, well, um, you know, it, it wasn't a week or two to solve. It was a year or more mm-hmm. of having to cut back pretty significantly on the amount of time that I spent working. Mm. And there were at least certain days where my experience of of what had been previously normal to my life was just not at all available. You Mm. know, I might be going from one doctor's office to the next, or I might be asleep on the couch all day. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Not just for an hour. (laughs) Yeah. And it, it, um, completely obliterated any thought I had of having rhythm in my life. Yeah. It um, interrupted being able to, you know, see friends, colleagues. Um, it interrupted my feeling of, of making a contribution. Yeah. And um, I think most of that is can, is happening again for all of us in, in COVID quarantine. Right, right, right. right. Um, hopefully we were able to see some contribution that we're making. But yeah, I mean, it's a pretty dramatic thing when your rhythms completely change yeah. <laughs> um, and you don't get to see people anymore. So even though I wasn't able to do as much as before, I was able to still do something sometimes. Yeah. And those moments where I felt kind of normal and kind of feeling of, you know, being able to picture the future after I had been through this awkward phase yeah. Um, it just, it, it was very helpful in terms of mental health and faith and having hope, an image of hope. Um, mm. And it also was helpful because it forced me to push myself a little bit and discover, oh, you know, I can do that. Um, mm. You know, sometimes I think we have the image that when we get knocked off our usual comfort Um, things and you know we can't do exactly the way we used to do it it starts to feel like well wait a minute you know am i am i suddenly like completely useless and each time i would prove to myself that okay so there are some things that are on hold right now but some things i'm doing successfully look (laughs) yeah Um, yeah and i wouldn't necessarily have I had an opportunity to prove that to myself if I hadn't had work. Hmm. The word that kind of comes to me is, is, is a, like a filtering, right? Where you're in a place where you can't do exactly what you were doing yesterday, right? Or, uh-huh. you know, previously, but you, 
still can do some things and then figuring out what are going to be those things and then and then going through that process i could see it's it's very valuable and i think something we probably don't do enough because we're just kind of go 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 you know uh, especially i think people who are entrepreneurs and like me i'm doing everything all the time and probably should be filtering a little more but because you know i'm able bodied right now i can get in my car go there and i can work on these projects i'm just kind of keep going uh-huh. Um, but being forced into that place, I, I could see it's very valuable. Yeah. How was that process, that filtering process for you? Was it really hard? Or I, like what you said just sounded very emotionally healthy, you know, and you were saying it's really good. Like, were you like that the whole time? Like, you know, how was that journey for you, you know, that filtering? Yeah. No, there were definitely some days when it was really upsetting and discouraging. Mm. Um, and I think, like most entrepreneurs, uh, one of my talents is being able to encounter a problem and figure out how to, to, you know, go over it or around it or something. Right. Creative solution, right? Creative we'll, solution. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Right. And we get to, to the point sometimes where it almost feels like that's the only tool in the toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it, took me a little while to sort of pick up that hammer and saw and say, and, you know, get comfortable in my grip on them again. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So when you say only tooled in the toolbox, it makes me think that, yeah, it's just that, you know, we, we know like one mode, right. And we just, we just go and we, we see a wall, we break through it. And then we see that. And, you know, I watched this or listened to this podcast, how I built this by Guy mm-hmm. Ross, you know, I just love it because it's just entrepreneurship stories. And every time it's like they hit a wall and they broke through and it's so inspiring, right? And like, I want to do that too. And we can all do that. But, you know, in your situation, what you went through, that that was not the tool, it sounds like. Right? No, no, it wasn't. And um, I think one of the benefits um, coming out of that is that it sort of broke my monotony (laughs) of only using the one tool and said you know hey you've got a bunch more tools use those too and and you know maybe apply them from a different angle yeah you know this question might be kind of challenging we'll see is could you name what those other tools would be like the tool that i think you know i'm thinking of is maybe creative problem solving or perseverance or something like that right the tool that we we just kind of champion for entrepreneurs um but for you know you going through that time that tool was not the only, not the tool for the time what would you say those other tools were that you learned to use well um you know a little bit more detailed of strategic planning okay um kind of stepping back from the heat of the moment sometimes mm. and um realizing uh, that it's time to take a different approach instead of just keep pushing on the one approach yeah um, yeah delegating. Um, These are good things. These are all good things. (laughs) Yeah. And even harder than delegating is asking for help. Oh, wow. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, And being willing to, I mean, not just blasting it out to the whole wide world, but with a good person being willing to have a conversation that says, I'm, I'm struggling with this. I don't know um, what to do, or I don't, I don't feel like I'm thinking clearly about this Mm. and and having the conversation around, I have, I have one particular friend who is fantastic at this, 
she doesn't generally have the solutions to my business problems. Mm-hmm. But what she does have is the ability to ask me questions um, mm. or, or sometimes because we've known each other for quite a long time, she can say, well, I remember one time you said X, Y, Z. Is that relevant here? Mm. And even if it isn't, just the fact that she's making connections for me gets me going making connections too. But going back to the skill is being yeah. willing to speak up and uh, admit imperfection. <laughs> wow, that's 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 a big one. Yeah, mm-hmm. not easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you know, I'm taking some notes here. I, you know, strategic planning, stepping back, delegating, asking for help. Yeah. saying I'm struggling with this, the word that comes to me, reflection, uh, vulnerability, uh-huh. um, humility. Um, yes. They, these are, you know, yeah, you know, these are things that maybe as entrepreneurs, we don't want to talk about as much. Or, you know, I'm thinking of the last few business mixers that I've been a part of, you know, where we get some hors d'oeuvres and we chat, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you don't the bring vulnerability. Up <laughs> yeah, the vulnerability, humility is is not is not what's on the the, the conversation table, you know. Right. Usually, um, but I think I think you're right, and so if we, I, I, I know I'm trying to imagine, you know, what happens to all of us when when we atrophy in these things, right? And so, and when when crisis hits, you know, what's gonna are we gonna be able to handle that? Right, right. And I'll tell you, the first thought that went through my mind is, I can't let anybody ever find out because of what I was going through. Yeah. Um, because if anybody, if anybody ever even thought maybe, then I'll never work again. Mm, wow. Because I expect it to be judged. Yeah. Wow. And so when you're saying that, that's a, that's a real feeling that you had, huh? during that time. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> and, and so my questions about how to manage my business at first were mostly around, you know, how can I rearrange the curtains and become the wizard of Oz and, and yeah. still do what I do without anybody seeing the parts that I don't want them to see. Yeah. That sounds tough. That sounds like a tough place to be. And I, and I could see how you care about that. And that there may be others going through that same thing, that yeah. that process. Yeah, you know, it's it's been a few years now since that happened. Um, yeah. And at first, of course, my top priority was let me just make sure I feel sturdy on my feet again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then once I felt I had that, I started looking around and helping other people. Um, who had some circumstances in common with what I had been through. And um, I did find exactly what you said, that um, when we have some other vulnerability, the last thing we want to do is to admit an additional, you know, mm. is, is to admit it. Because we all, yeah. know, we all know that we're not really perfect. We're just, <laughs> right. we're just trying to be good enough, but... If uh, right. you've got something going on and now you have to apologize for two things at the same time, that would yeah. do. Well, it, it sounds like you eventually came to a place where you could, could be vulnerable like you're being now. Right. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so it seems like you've crossed that bridge. Um, 
when when you did cross that bridge, did you find that people were understanding or did you feel uh, judged? Like, how did that go? Well, um, I feel like people were understanding and okay. um, mainly really helpful and kind about it. Um, Great. There, there were a few people who I sort of saw the wheels turning behind their mind, yeah, <laughs> behind their sure, eyes, sure. where they were sure. saying, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm glad she feels she's better now and I'm not, I'm going to keep my distance. Mm, mm. Um, but then other people and one in particular who opened up a business door for me, about mm. two years ago now that has yeah. just bloomed and I'm, I'm tremendously grateful and I'm in a better place now than I have been since, you know, my rollicking days in my twenties when I was an investment bank and <laughs> thought I was queen of the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. And so it, in a sense, the, you know, coming to that place of, of vulnerability and then sounds like, you know, maybe correlated to emotional health, it actually has paid off tangibly too. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I forgot to mention, you know, give you a chance. Yeah. You, you mentioned you're an investment banker at some point, right? Uh -huh. In your previous career. Can you talk a little bit about just kind of your, uh, you know, your schooling, kind of your forte and, and your experience? Could you talk about that a little bit? Sure. Well, yeah. um, yeah. So in college, I didn't really know what I wanted to be when I grew up. Um, mm -hmm. So I majored in economics because I figured, you know, there's money everywhere and you can follow it around to figure stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then got into investment banking, securities origination. And that was an incredible opportunity to learn about so mm. many different things. Yeah. Um, and it was also, uh, we were just a bundle of stress addicts <laughs> <laughs> was was i'm curious was with health was health a big thing back then with investment banking um i i did not really need to have much in the way of boundaries <laughs> at the time <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i figured so you just just going right yeah, okay just going just you know yeah. the the uh 70 hour weeks were pretty uh, much year round you know sometimes more and, you know, in a lot of ways, it was fantastic. And, yeah. you know, I wouldn't trade having had the experience, but it there came a time, you know, several years in where I just realized, well, you know, I, I have to choose between either being on the stress treadmill permanently or mm. <laughs> doing something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, maybe that was the first time that I figured out that it, it's a good idea to have more than one tool because <laughs> right maybe going hard is not the only answer yeah. <laughs> so maybe this was not the first time that you've kind of had to think about it right because it sounds like you had to make some kind of transition to let go of something would you say were you in your 30s at that point when you transitioned out of banking no i was still um in my late 20s um, okay i took a sales job because i knew i was terrible at that um, and so now I'm less terrible. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to stop you there. You took a job because you knew you were terrible at it? Yeah. Uh, so why would one do that? Why would... <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I think it, it's that good enough thing. I, I definitely mm. did not have any illusions that I was going to become the salesperson of the year anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't want to be afraid of it. Well, see, that was, I was going to say, like, because you could have chosen to be just deathly afraid of it. But, mm-hmm. but okay, interesting. What, what kind of sales was it? And what industry? Um, it was private banking. So okay. um, helping people with uh, more zeros in their bank accounts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and was that job a little less taxing on the health or similar? Was it more of the same? It, it was better, yeah. Um, okay. And it also was just a, a good opportunity to use what I already knew to at least get uh, a certain comfort level in the skills that I knew just transfer to so many things. Yeah. Um, so I think I credit that time with being one of the two or three keys to why I'm comfortable having this conversation with you right now. Mm. And... So it was a good thing to do, just hmm. find a way to get comfortable. Yeah. And then to kind of put yourself out there. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And then after that was business school. And okay. it so happened um, when I came out of business school that, you know, the economy was in the middle of a lot of shifting. And so my plans uh, going in were not available coming out. So, mm. but I had met some really cool people. Um, and worked on good projects. Yeah. Through that, I kept getting new project requests. So I, I turned into an accidental consultant. Ah. And these are all in the, the finance accounting uh, area? Not so much. Um, I was consistently using those skills, but also a bunch of others. Um, okay. There was a lot of strategy. Um, yeah. And huh, I don't know how to express that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. So it sounds like we had, so not just accounting finance, some strategy. And I know that some, you know, when we met, you had, you you know, you were working with some startup stuff. Did that start uh, at that time or not yet? Um, I wasn't really at the coaching level yet in grad school, but I was definitely, I mean, I got a certificate from the entrepreneurship department while I was there. Okay. So there was definitely an aspect of that um, woven through it all. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'm tracking with you. So then you come out of business school and then you become a consultant. Uh, You have clients kind of coming to you with different needs. Uh, And then, so did you, was that the the business then that, uh, that you were, you know, fostering, taking care of uh, when the health scare came or was there more in between there? Yeah, that, that was pretty much the situation. It um, evolved a lot over time, but I was, doing the consulting thing in various forms um, ever since. Got it. And you also teach, right? Yeah. Um, So most recently, I was a finance professor at a local college. Hmm. Um, Previous to that, I was um, coaching robotics teams, um, robotics teams. And then I I do some teaching um, of adults also, mostly around finance and entrepreneurship. And then now I'm starting to incorporate health into that. Yeah. So, you know, kind of one of the things I wanted the audience to kind of hear about is that, you know, you have these, you have experience and you're high functioning and super high. Fun- I'm sure doing so I have some friends that were in the whole uh, banking thing. And I know how crazy that schedule can be. Mm-hmm. And um, so I could see that, yeah, it could be hard to kind of slow down a little bit. 
or a lot to slow down a lot, right? Yeah. You know, so it sounds like you've been through some kind of transformation, would you say? Yes. Um, <laughs> one of the, it, this is going to sound so ridiculous, but I just okay. haven't I like come that. up with a better way to phrase it. But um, Go for it. One of, one of the things that life does tend to teach you lessons. Mm. Um, and when I had kids, I, I got the lesson of it doesn't make sense to try to do all the things at the same time. Um, you know, start, start to focus on the thing that matters at this moment and let, you know, the next thing have its own moment, own moment, you know, a little bit later. Yeah. But then the health scare just completely upended my pressure that I put on myself to constantly be performing, you know, even, even with little kids, it was, it wasn't performing in the sense of, you know, doing a tap dance or, or teaching them to do tap dances either. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I mean, having a year where I was very much not at my best and the sky didn't fall and life was still okay. And, oh my gosh, look at this. I'm still contributing something useful, even though it's not everything all at once. Yeah. Um, Yes, it completely transformed my attitude towards uh, pushing myself for sure and towards how value is created and contributed. Yeah. And then the sense of the uh, the sky falling. So you're saying that the sky didn't fall. No, no. It it (laughs) had no interest in my health worries and just stayed right on up there. Yeah, but maybe it felt like the sky is falling, and we feel like that sometimes. I I really sort of expected that. I mean, that's a funny way to put it, right? But I yeah. really sort of expected that my life trajectory would take a nosedive and never be able to have anything else uh, again. Huh. And I could see that that's that's scary, you know, for those of us who have invested so much time and effort into career or business, right? Yes. Yes. And, and want to make a difference. You know, how can you make a difference if, if all you do is sit on your couch all day, every day for years and years? Well, (laughs) one year actually turns out not to, the sky doesn't fall. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and and you're not, you're not nailed down and there permanently. Yeah. 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 I could see, um, for the people who you get, who you engage with, who are going through a similar thing, um, so Biz Plus Health, right? You're, is it that you're trying to create a? Would you say it's kind of a support group? Um, what would you say? How would you describe it? Yeah, I think um, when people think of support groups, they mainly think about getting all the emotions, you know, mm-hmm, out of mm-hmm. the dirty laundry, and yeah. um, all we're going to do is sit around and do com- do a bunch of complaining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been part of those, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, uh, uh, taking a moment to complain now and then, um, it, it's pretty good for orienting yourself towards, okay, sure. so now what are we going to do? <laughs> but, yeah, kind of see where you're at, right? Right. This, this is where I am right now. Like, that, there's value in that. Right. Yeah. But my um, interest is in having this be closer to something like a mastermind, where people who get it, and yet come at their the situations from a little bit different perspective can mm. um, help one another think and approach and maybe connect to friends and um, 
get out of their own heads and their own, oh my gosh, this is so terrible, you know, spirals into, okay, you know, what is actually a wise approach? Hmm. Hmm. So you still got that, yeah, that actionable plan that I think, you know, I'm kind of thinking that business side of me, right? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, it's where we are, you know, and okay, maybe you feel like the sky's falling and I think you're the perfect person to say, I get that. Uh, this guy will still be there tomorrow. Right. But I, I understand. And then also, but then not just staying there, right. Treating right. Uh, you know, some strategy I could see. Right. And then yes. walking through it. Yes. And I, I do want to just chip in and say, it's not all about action. It's okay. more about having actions in your plan because mm. sometimes what you need to do is to say, um, yes, today is a long nap on the couch kind of day. Mm. And it's okay because I have a plan. <laughs> so, yeah, so the part of, of what I started to figure out is the importance of finding your own realities and rhythms and knowing how to plan for the good times to do the high value activities so that you know that it's okay to uh, not be an award-winning fill-in-the-blank of your profession every yeah. single moment, 24-7, 365. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I feel like you've touched upon something that um, I think is counterintuitive, and I think I'm, you know, I'm receiving some you know, some good advice here, right? And you're, when, you know, when you pointed out, like, you know, just pitching in, it doesn't always have to be action. So it's just idea that it's it's like we have kind of an action plan that is not always action. So it's kind of maybe to some it could be counterintuitive, mm-hmm. right? Like if you told me if you worked with me and we have a plan and you said you know one of the act part of the action plan is to take a full day nap, uh-huh. <laughs> right? I would look at you and say what? Uh, <laughs> what is this again? You know. Yeah. Like for me, just as someone who's not, you know, well versed as you in this area of business plus health, it's just kind of, kind of wild, you know. Just yeah. wanted to say that. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm. There are things. There are parts of what I do that involve um, showing people what to say no to, and mm. helping them grasp why and how it actually opens up the possibility for better results, not just you know, say no to the junky stuff because, you know, you have to say no to something. It's more say no because it it gives you room to do better. Yeah, um, yeah. And yes, I, I, I do sometimes prescribe for people. And, and one of the things we do is kind of talk through and find what's the right timing. But I'll tell them to, you know, stop working and take a walk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Right, right. And if you do it right, it, it can be extremely productive. <laughs> you know, and you're right. And I think we all need a, a dose of that, you know, so I hope, you know, people listening out there too, we, you know, there are times where that is the the most efficient, uh, wisest thing to do, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's like, we're just not wired that way, especially when, like for me, uh, just, this kind of just popped into my mind, but when I'm in meetings sometimes and you know you may have heard of this term or maybe use it yourself i use it sometimes where i'm like oh i'm going to put my business cap on now right mm-hmm. and uh, you know because i work with all different types of groups and sometimes with churches and um, other community-based groups and kind of like we're talking about the mission or whatever it may be 
Uh, and then it's like, okay, now we're going to put my business cap on. And then when I say that, when I put the business cap on, it's never about taking naps. You know, it's never, <laughs> right? It's, right? it's never, I'm not saying I'm going to put my business cap on now. And then we're like, it's time to take a nap, guys. You know, that's not, it's usually like, oh, we're talking about the numbers. It's usually about mm-hmm. what are the action items, right? What are the milestones, the deadlines? Mm-hmm. And so I think a lot of us just think business is just that. And maybe it's not healthy. Well, yeah. I mean, when you get into saying that, I, I, I kind of agree in a way that those are the sorts of things that one um, does to be in business. But, mm-hmm. but uh-huh. it, it gets back to having more tools in your tool set, set mm. right? Um, yeah. You're a person who runs a business. And to be able to do that, you know, continuously, I mean, we're not machines and even machines get taken down for maintenance now and then. They do. They do. Our job is to figure out, all right, (laughs) so there's, there's no handbook for, you know, my being, my body health. Most people think mostly body, but there's also mental health and spiritual and everything else. Um, Because we're different. You know, we're not cookie cutter out of some factory. We have to figure yeah. out um, our own operating rules and what what should our maintenance schedule be and what should it contain? <laughs> mm. Yeah, just like just like the robot or the machine, right? Where in that sense that that maintenance that is regular, like for your car, yes. um, we should have something like that in you know in place for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love it. Yeah, you know, actually, I have one more question and then we'll kind of wrap up okay. uh, and you kind of touched upon it uh, with in terms of health when you're thinking about business and health for yourself and you know working with people in uh, this group or your clients um, you mentioned it's not just physical it could be emotional spiritual mm-hmm. you know for you is there um, how do you weigh all that are they all weighted equally um, do you have like a set curriculum you go over all of them like how does how do you navigate that so being who I am with my background, I come at it from a business point of view in the sense okay. of uh, step one is looking at all the things that you're doing in your business and figuring out what to say no to and <laughs> what, what mm, to, yeah. you know, what to bring in instead. Hmm. But all of that in a way that, that allows a little bit more room. That sounds like maybe from the consulting I was doing 10 years ago, that might have been strictly, you know, here are the business strategies and the tools. And and in fact, now that I've had this deeper um, experience and and this thought process of, you know, how do these things fit together? Yeah. You know, in, in each lesson, including that one, part of what we're talking about is, you know, how do you calm your mind? How do you, um, nurture your body. How do you, um, right. how do you um, acknowledge the fact that you know you don't know everything and can't project the future and you can't predict it with crystal ball clarity, right? But, right. but you can make projections that help you know what's a reasonable course of action um, hmm. and and bringing even those gut instincts, um, bringing that all in to making you uh, happier as well as more successful business person. You know, I think I get it. 
I think I get it. It just kind of clicked. So, and I like your approach, which is you're saying kind of the the impetus or the start of it is this like the business point of view of the word I'm thinking of is like strategy, right? And like, you know, where are you now and what are some things that are important for your business? Uh-huh. But as you go into that, right, as you dig into it, the areas of health come up if 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 our eyes are open to it. Yeah. Right. Right. And your eyes are open to it. And you know, I could see you if, if um, whoever you're working, whoever you're working with, don't have those eyes, you would help help illuminate or to help point out, you know, yes. what does the effect emotionally, right? Physically, spiritually, something like that. Does that? Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, I, people tend to, by the time they come to me, they tend to feel like I am so frustrated and I'm afraid I'm burning out and those kinds of things. Okay. So they, they you know, I'm not saying, look, you, you have to start thinking about your health. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they know it, but uh-uh. um, like sure. anyone else, before you've been through the territory, you don't really know where to start and which road to go down first. So it helps to talk to someone who has a map. Mm. Well, thank you, Julianne. You are a gift. I love your story because um, you're yeah. using your experiences. It sounds like there was some pain in that, some, mm-hmm. some ups and downs. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, and you're using it uh, to help others because you have that empathy now. You know, you, you've you've been through it. And then not only that, have you just been through it, but you have some insights that can be helpful for others. Uh, yes. So I appreciate that about you. Um, I, I do want to give you the opportunity, like if, if there are people out there who would be interested to engage with you to talk a little bit more about this or maybe to even receive some coaching, how can they, um, how can they find you? Oh yeah. Thank you. Um, well, you mentioned biz plus health. That's the name of the Facebook page, um, okay. the group I started and I'll get you the, the link for that. So it can be in show notes. Great. Um, and then I also have some other offerings on mastermind.com and, since I mentioned I'm not great at sales, um, I, I don't, <laughs> I don't have uh, the ideal sales page yet. But um, I'll put together at least a link that that can be in the show notes that you can use to get a hold of me. Great, and that'd be great. You said there's a so the Facebook page, right? That, yeah. That's one of the resources. Yeah, that'd, that'd be perfect. Great. Yes. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much, Julianne, for your time. Hope you had fun. I had a lot of fun just getting to talk about these things and giving a chance for our audience to to learn about what you do and why you do it. Yeah, it was really good to be here. And um, I am glad to, you know, at least put the word out, even if what I'm offering doesn't speak to a person's particular situation, just for them to have heard someone say, well, it might not be as bad or as cut and dried or whatever else that there are more ways to come at your situation. And there are probably people out there who would be happy to cheer you on. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, thank you. And um, I guess I'll see you next time whenever okay. I see you. <laughs> okay. Take care. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, talking to Julianne really made me reflect about my own life and how I view Uh, my business or just work in general Uh, are there parts of my life where I really put so much value into uh, what I do and how people perceive uh, what I do Um, I I, I realize that it's only when life throws you a curveball where you can't do those things that uh, you're using to kind of give yourself uh, security 
uh, when those things are at risk, is, is those are the times where you really have to examine those questions. And, and actually, in a way, what she went through uh, allowed her to become a more centered person. And, and I could see that it helped her as a as as a human being and then now she's using that uh, that transformation process uh, to help others and i hope that as you uh, listen to this podcast that you would also take that time with me and just to examine uh you know what what are we doing um, i feel like when things are good we just kind of do what what we normally do um, but it's times where we need to uh, pause and reflect. And most of the time it's because we're forced into that position where we actually go deeper and we find out more about ourselves. And, and I believe through that, um, we find out more about the world around us. And, and, and I guess to be even more specific, not just finding out more about the world around us, but finding out what really matters uh, in, in the world around us. So hopefully this episode was interesting to you. Uh, We'd love to hear uh, from you guys. Uh, Take care, uh, and I will see you next time.